Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can live in alignment with their priorities. Now, the topic of today's podcast is how to stop fighting with your spouse. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is a free guide called Three Simple Things You Can Do to Speak to Your Man's Heart Today. I will put the link for that in the episode description for you. I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about how to stop fighting with your spouse. So this topic came up just the other day with a client of mine. Her husband had gotten upset with something that she said, and so he started arguing with her in like a heated, confrontational kind of a way. And so she responded to defend herself with the same heightened tone of voice, you know, and then they were in a full-fledged fight. And so my client was just saying, I don't want to fight with him. And I think a lot of us feel the same way. And so I replied, so don't. It takes two to fight. She was like, what? I know, I make it sound so easy, right, you guys? But it's the truth. It really does take two to fight. Now, it's easier said than done because what happens is when our spouse gets heated and then starts like an intense discussion that looks like it's going to break out into a fight, our instinct is to defend ourselves and we mirror their tone. It's like this automatic, natural instinct. But guess what? It's kind of unnecessary and kind of causing more problems than it's helping, right? And so just because that's our first instinct doesn't mean that we are stuck forever in this negative cycle. Now that we're aware of it, we can change it and we can choose not to mirror the fighting tone, right? Well, it's probably easier said than done again. And that's why I want to give you some tools for this so that maybe we can try to stop the fight before it begins. And so the first thing that I would recommend is to talk to your husband at a time when things are calm and you're getting along well. Tell him that you do not want to fight with him anymore. And tell him that this is something that's important to you and that you are working on because you want your relationship to be healthy and peaceful. And tell him that you're doing your best to try to stop fighting with him and that he has permission to call you out on it if you start a fight. And then ask him if he will give you the same permission. And I want to notice that I started first by taking responsibility, suggesting that you take responsibility for your own part in it first. That will help ease your husband's defense mechanisms. And then you can ask if he will also allow you to stop fights when they start. And so this way, the next time a conflict arises, both of you will have the awareness that you do not want to resolve it with a fight. And you both have permission to stop it in its tracks. And so you could come up with like a keyword or a code word or a symbol or something between you that you will know that this conversation is getting really uncomfortable, right? And so in the ideal world, 
you could have this conversation with your husband and tell him that you don't want to fight anymore and you come up with all of this, you know, cool keywords and all of that. And so it would be ideal if then it worked perfectly and there was never another fight again. But in the real world, that's not going to happen that quickly, right? There's not like a light switch that we turn on that will automatically stop our fights. And so I just want to encourage you, this might take some time to practice and that's okay. We're not in a hurry, right? Just take some time to practice it and you'll get better at it. And soon enough, without, with over time, you'll be able to resolve conflict without actually fighting. And conflict is a part of life. So that's nothing to feel bad about, right? And it's just what happens when we're working things out is that we really start hurting each other and that creates a disconnect in our relationship instead of connecting us. And so if we can learn how to resolve our conflicts in a healthy way, then creating more bonding in our relationships and we're creating more connection, right? And so that's kind of the idea that we're looking at here is first having a conversation that this is important to you and giving each other permission to pull back on and an, an disengage when things get heated. And then I have a second recommendation for you as well, and that is to journal about the situation that you find yourself in a conflict about. And so there are two really big benefits to doing this, and I mean really big benefits. The first one is that writing down, journaling about the conflict and your thoughts and your feelings about it is that it allows you to process all of that negative emotion and get it out on paper. And that's really healthy for you to get it out on paper. It's healthy for your husband that you're getting it out on paper and not at him, right? And so the second benefit is that when you're journaling, you can also take some time to come up with talking points before having the conversation. So this will help you stay on track with what you want to say. And this is coming from a very personal place from me because it's out of my own need. Because I used to feel in arguments with my husband that I would forget what I wanted to say. I would forget the things that seemed so important to me because I felt like he would say something that felt so far out of left field that it would totally throw me off track and I would forget what was important to me to say. And so for me, writing down what is important to me helps me remember. And that helps us have better conversations. And so that is my second tip for you is to journal about whatever the conflict is, get your feelings out, and then maybe come up with some bullet points if you need them to help you have a better conversation when it's time to have the conversation. And that leads us to our third point, and that is to sleep on it if it's necessary. And I bring this up because I know that popular culture tells us don't go to bed mad. And we think that the Bible also tells us don't go to bed mad. But I want to look at this and maybe change your view on that and to see if it's really actually true. So where this is coming from is Ephesians 4.26, which says, Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And so I think that's where it's coming from, that we feel like God is telling us to not let the sun go down on our anger, that we have to resolve it before we go to sleep at night, say. And so that's marriage advice that a lot of people will give you. Don't go to bed mad. So many people give you that advice. But let's look at Psalm 4.4. It says, don't sin by letting anger gain control over you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Have you ever heard that scripture before? Well, I hadn't either. And are you grabbing your Bible to fact check it? 
go ahead. That is from the New International Version of the Bible. And there are other different variations of this in different versions of the Bible. So you can check that out. I like to use a website. I think it's called Bible Gateway. It's really easy to plug in your verse, like Psalm 4.4, and then you can check it in all the different versions of the Bible that are, that are out there. And so um, that will help you see that I think we have permission to stop an argument before it gets ugly, literally and figuratively. And I think this is new, new marriage advice that we can follow instead. And I do want to say that this is not an invitation to sweep an issue under the rug and table an argument or just forget about it. It's not saying that. It's just saying, and I want you to consider, if you're having an argument with your spouse and it's going nowhere, round and round in circles, have you ever been there? Or if you're hurting each other with your words, because when we get heated, things come out of our mouth that we would not normally say if we were not heated. And a lot of times we don't really mean those things. And so if you are in an argument with your husband and it's boiling up to this point, it might be better to table it, right? To sleep on it. And a lot of times, like if you literally sleep on it, like if it's at night and you're tired, in the morning, you're going to wake up with fresh eyes and you're going to feel refreshed and you'll have a new perspective so that you can have a healthy conversation with your husband without hurting him. And hopefully he will have the same benefit from sleeping on it. And you probably will notice that it doesn't seem quite as terrible as it did in the evening when you were fighting about it. And I think this is a marriage-saving principle. I mean, can you think about how many fights have dragged on through the night because people thought they had to resolve the issue right at that moment and that they couldn't go to sleep without solving it? And I want to give you a bit more evidence for this tactic. And it has to do with the way men process their feelings. Men tend to process their feelings internally. Women tend to process their feelings externally by talking, right? So sometimes when you have an argument with your husband, you might hear him say that he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. And for some women, that is so frustrating because we want to resolve it. We want it to be done. But the reason is because your husband needs time to think about how he feels. And he doesn't want to let those hurtful things fly out of his mouth at you. He loves you. And he knows that he might lose his temper and say things that he is going to forget. A regret. <laughs> he might forget them, but he'll probably definitely regret them. And so that's part of, I want to say, support for this. When you find yourself in a heated argument with your husband, tabling it will give him that time to process internally and let him go off and do that on his own. Now, having said that, I know that this is hard for women, right? Because of our external need to process. And it's hard because it is hard for us to let an argument go unresolved. Like for many of us women, we will literally be worried about the state of our marriage. And that's kind of part of the wiring of our female brains. And so for us, it seems like torture to not resolve it right away and that would be a great time. If you're in a situation like that, that would be a great time for you to get your journal and process out your feelings in your journal and come up with your talking points. You can get that need filled 
better and more healthy in your journal than you can by having a yelling match with your husband, right? And I want to give you another tool in that situation. When you're tabling the argument, what you can do is come up with an agreement with your husband, like in advance, come up with an agreement for when these times occur, that if an issue can't be resolved in the moment that it's arising without you guys hurting each other, agree to table it for another time and to reassure each other that you are committed to the relationship. You might really need to hear those words from your husband. He might need to say something to you like, and you can teach him this. You might that he might need to say something to you like, "I really need to walk away from this right now and process this, and be assured that I love you very much. I just need time to process this." And that might help you be more calm and patient while you are waiting to rediscuss this topic, right? And so, this is not an invitation, like I said earlier, to sweep it under the rug. It would be a good idea if you can to try to find a time and like agree on a time, like when do you think we can pick this up again so that you know and you won't have to be wondering and worrying of when that is going to happen. And and that will just help you feel more peace in the time while you're waiting. And so I want to let you know that this concept is something that I've learned through some different sources combined, but one of the sources is Shanti Feldhahn's book. It's called Surprising Secrets of Highly Happy Couples. It's a really great book, and and this is where I first learned about the subject of um, going to bed mad, that sometimes it might be better. And so I want to share that with you because it's a great book, and I love reading her work because she gives advice and wisdom, but she also bases that advice and wisdom on research that she does. She actually talks to couples and does research. So it's not just something made up pie in the sky. Like it is actually validated. Couples actually do it. My husband and I actually do it too. It's just so not healthy to have a a fight. If it's going to, everybody's going to be emotional, it just needs to wait until everyone is in a better state, right? So you can pick up a copy of that book if you want to know more about that. Okay. So I think that's it. And I hope this has given you some new insight and some hope and knowledge that you don't have to fight with your spouse. You have the power to say, no, I don't want to fight with you. I love you. Let's table this and pick it up at a time when we are both able to be calm and have a healthy conversation. And so I do know that this is sometimes easier said than done. So certainly reach out to me if you need some help with it. All right. Thank you so much for listening in today. Let me know if you have any specific questions and remember to download your free guide with the three simple things that you can do to speak to your man's heart today. And then join us on Facebook in the Life Design community. Thank you so much and I'll see you next week.